Everybody, welcome to the Cult Classic Podcast. Cameron Jones here, along with my co-host Mark Nussel, Jordan Jones. Uh, in honor of Olivia Newton-John, and also a bit of a back to school for you, we figured we'd just give you Grease, the 1978 movie musical, Grease. It's California, 1958, and greaser Danny Zuko and Australian Sandy Olsen were forced apart after a summer of love spent together at the beach. After a change of plans, Sandy transfers to Rydell High, where she reunites with a much different Danny Zuko. When fate gives them a second chance, will they be able to see past their differences and put reputation aside to follow true love? Experience friendships, romance, adventures, and more with a group of high school kids from the 1950s. Welcome to the singing and dancing world of Grease! Sandy! We all know what Grease is, but you know, just it's a it's a musical adaptation into film and it's a cultural icon. Directed by Randall Kleiser, starring John Travolta, Olivia Newton John, Stockhard Channing, Jeff Conway, and Didi Khan. Grease Lightning! You've seen it depicted at your high school stage. You saw it depicted at your community theater stage. You've seen it on the big screen. And you heard there's a sequel, but you might not have seen it. Grease 2. This is the main brain, Vince Fontaine. Begin your day with the only way. Music, music, music. Get out of bed. It's the first day of school. I'm a pervert, Vince Fontaine. Like much coming-of-age stories set around high school, this is just pretty much a story about a bunch of kids trying to get it out. Yep. We're going to be <laughs> friends forever, aren't we, Danny? Uh, no, definitely not. Let's not talk about it. Grease. All right, 1978 Grease, directed by Randall Kleiser. He also did Honey, I Blew Up the Kid. Um, it looks like here he did Honey, I Shrunk the Audience. Oh, like the, so he did the interactive, Park but it, it does say in parentheses like Paris. So I don't know if it's different from. Yep, it sure is, Mark. It's is a parenthesis it? Paris. Well, I don't know Paris fact. So he did the Paris one. I don't I know. Mean, if there's an asterisk, there. he did the Euro Disney Paris version of it. He maybe it's still the, there. You know? <laughs> yeah, maybe. If that ride's still scared there, they didn't I, I hated the, the intro video. The dog Shit. sneeze and the, and then the mice that touch your leg. Hate call that 4D. It's 40. the real D experience. I love that. I love it a little ass tap by something, some vermin or <laughs> little spritz. I like it I also all. did the uh, the 91, I think 91, White Fang, Wolf movie, and then Flight of the Navigator. Oh, um, That's the director. Uh, written by, uh, these guys did the like the lyrics and like the Broadway production, Jim Jacobs and Warren Casey. Um, both of them are actually in the music department for Easy A with Emma Stone. Oh, that's kind of fun. Interesting. Oh. Little tidbit there. Uh, I mean, there are probably other, like, because I know there were songs added and there were some other things that got a- adapted from yeah. the screenplay. So there are probably, like, some other, like, players in there. But those are, uh, those the, are the main people that wrote the actual, like, musical. Yeah, correct. The biggest song I know that was added is the uh, Olivia Newton-John, the Hopelessly Romantic for You one. I think mm-hmm. they added that for her. Hopelessly Devoted, Jordan. Hopefully, uh, Hopelessly Devoted. And that's not the first of my flubs. Uh, trickle up, but uh, she had contractually that she had to have a solo song that wasn't in the play, so they had to shoot that post. Like from her agents, like yeah, they wanted like her, her to have it? her contractually signing to the movie. She was supposed to have a solo song. I need and a they solo. Didn't do it. Yeah, it's and a real. The love is gone, though, isn't it? Huh? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, on to the cast. We've got John Travolta starring Danny. We've have done, we done a 
No, we. I have we think done? We've done. I don't think we've done a John. Travolta I don't think we've wagon. done Face Off. I'm sure we're going to do it sometime. We so did Con Air, and sometimes I confuse those two movies of like you know being ridiculous and. We've awesome. definitely talked about Wild Hogs a lot, though. That's true. He's come up a lot, but <laughs> he's come up probably most of Wild Hogs. I mean, he's maybe um, recasted night, once or twice, but you know John Travolta. Saturday Night Fever, Big Chin, Butt Chin, got his start. I mean, this is kind of writing did, the tales of that and some other hits. I did check with mom just to be like, hey, was this a hit? Was John Travolta famous? Was Olivia Newton-John famous? She's like, oh, yeah, everybody knew oh, yeah. about this. Everybody loved it. He was on Welcome Back, Cotter. He had just done Saturday Night Fever. We're in the primetime first wave. Oh, yeah. This then is, he makes he a lot of missteps, and we grew up in the I comeback might, of the 90s. <clears throat> True. Maybe he, she knows he's better. He's a big wave here, though, of, of some big hits mm-hmm. to start off his career. I, I heard it was like it wasn't, it was kind of like a flop, though. No. I I, so. No, it wasn't? Okay. No. She knows, yeah. Uh, we'll she, get to it on Verified, it. but it's uh, top grossing movies of all time. It's like up there yeah. with some other big ones. Musical movies, but we'll get to it. True. Anyway, they're famous. Uh, they're in the sweet uh, spot. Olivia Newton-John plays Sandy. Love uh, interests just passed away recently, unfortunately. R.I.P. Yep. Uh, I also know Xanadu. I mean, this is the main thing I know her from, and just making appearances as like, remember me? I'm Sandy, but like, I know. Yeah. I mean, she has other things. She's Mostly got the hit for song. Me, it's just Let's her, get her musical. Physical. Let's physical. get physical. Yeah, that's the one yeah. I mainly know. All right, moving on to some some people we know less about. Yeah, now yeah. let's breeze through a bunch uh, of other people. Stockhard Channing is played by Rizzo. Um, she won a Tony. Nice. She won a Tony. She had her own TV show, I guess, back in like the '80s too. Oh, cool! I did not know that. Stockhart Tan- uh, Channing show. So, uh, she also auditioned for the role of Lois Lane in Superman and uh, didn't get it. Mm. Wouldn't have hate that. Wouldn't yeah, have I- hate that. Um, Kaniki was played by Jeff Conway. It says the only show I recognize him from is Taxi. Okay. His face is familiar, and I don't know where from. Unfortunately, but that might be I know him most from Celebrity Rehab with Dr. Drew. Unfortunately, yeah, he did uh, trickle up. He actually hurt his back during the Grease Lightning singing and got put on prescription pills on this movie, and that's where his drug addiction stems from. Oh, wow, really? Yep, it stems yeah. all the way from this. He hurt, He fell like off some wiring hurt, and hurt his back during the music. During Grease Lightning, had to have been. Yep. He did that little somersault, his legs up in the air. So- something like that. It fell on his back. Too and bad. He, yep, that's when it started. Uh, sorry, go um, on. Sorry, going down the line here, we've got the, the T-Birds. I don't really know them from anything but Grease. We've got Barry Pearl, who plays Same. Duty. Michael Tucci, Sonny. Uh, Kelly Ward, who plays uh, Putsy. Um, Didi Khan, I know her. She's got the iconic voice, Frenchie. Very iconic um, voice, yep. I don't Do know, you know these shows, anything I know her from Grease 2. No, no I don't, too. I don't. She's the okay. only I know her voice. Because she's a high school dropout. And she came back to do Grease Live, too. Oh, yeah, she did. Okay, she, she, played, she, played, she didn't play um, Frenchie, she played the waitress. Makes Although, sense. Like it was probably cameo. around the right age to be playing a high schooler for the film of uh, Grease. <laughs> right, right. Um... Benson or Shining Time Station is the show she was in. But it seems like she was in those shows for a few years, so like people may recognize her from that. Um, Jan, uh, Jamie Donnelly was in Can't Hardly Wait. Oh, nice. I don't remember um, where. Dida Manoff, was, uh, she's, she plays Marty's in Child's Play. Um, Teen Angel, Frankie Avalon, the go back to high school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He just played himself, essentially. He was kind of like a a teen. He um he was those uh surfing beach party type movies, Frankie and whatever. Yeah. Okay. Uh, another trickle unverified that was supposed to be Elvis, but uh, he said no. 
Hmm. Honestly, I might slow down a lot on these side characters just because there are there. I could go back. I could do twenty more of these. Yeah, that's fine. We um, can kind of wrap it there if you want. Good. I mean, maybe the principal and like maybe some of those other ones. But sure, Miss um, Mrs. Murdoch is played by Alice Ghostly. I know her from Greece too. To Kill a Mockingbird, she actually wanted. She, a lot of these guys actually. Well, now I feel like Tony's. an asshole because <laughs> that's huge, and I know her from the Greece one and two. Yeah, no, it sucks. Eugene. Okay, here's this. Eugene mm-hmm. played the know-it-all in Polar Express, the little nerd kid with the glasses. Oh, jeez, solid. I thought it was all Tom Hanks. Wow, good for Eugene. Eugene and Tom Hanks. It might have been John uh, Tom Hanks' face, but it was, at least, <laughs> it was at least Eugene's voice. Oh, and then the waitress um, was played by John Travolta's sister, Ellen Travolta. Oh, nice. That seems wrong, oh, right? She looks. She seemed way a lot older. older than him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. Could so be though. Maybe. Funny little, funny little tidbit there. Interesting. Again, this That's is a big it. one. This is an iconic movie. So, like, obviously, there are the stars from this we know, but I mean, a lot of these people we know from just Greece. But uh, there's a lot of fun facts about like the smaller characters, like their Tony winners. They were on, they were doing Broadway stuff before this. I mean, so. even John I mean, Travolta had done like I think he was he had played Zuko like 30 times in like different productions of Greece, but leading up to this too. So like, a oh, lot what's of, fun? Actually, a lot of I should from like the stage. I should mention that um, Jeff Conway, who played Kaniki in this movie, previously played uh, Danny Zuko on Broadway. I think the first, the first Broadway production. That's fun, though. Uh, I'll get to some unverified contention between those two in a bit. In fact, should we just move it on to unverified? Let's do it. Let's do it. Unverified. Welcome to Unverified and the cult classic movie phone. The date is June 16th, 1978, and currently in theaters, you could have seen... Vampire hookers. I'm going to shoot it straight. <laughs> We're in a date where I'm seeing a lot of skin movies in theaters that, on, on these movie releases. Releases, but that just one, seen sexploitation movies. That a lot of it, out? but that one was a fun title. It had a fun. You could have seen Debbie Does Dallas. Like, what, what do you got, Cameron? They didn't uh, even take time to workshop that. Vampire that hookers. No. <laughs> uh, vampire hookers. hookers. You know what you're about to get. The bad news bears go to Japan. <laughs> okay. Oh, I didn't uh, know that existed. Heaven can wait. I'm gonna shoot you straight. There was a shit ton in theaters in, in the 70s here, so like I just picked some fun titles. Heaven can wait. Uh, Jaws two. Damien. Oh, wow, Jaws two. I know, I know you guys don't. I like Jaws. I don't 2. dislike it. It's just obviously not Jaws one. You know what I mean? I liked all the Jawses. I, I was a shark Jaws kid. Uh, Damien, the Omen two follow up to that. And just to prove that there's always a deep impact to Armageddon, uh, Tintaria, Killer Shark, was out at the same time as uh, Jaws 2. No idea what that fucking is. It's another shark movie. But you chose to see Grease, and you made the right choice. I'm just going to throw out a couple more movies that came out in 78, so we give it a little more context. Sure. Maybe not in June, but you could have seen Animal House, the original Halloween, or Superman 1. With Christopher Reese. So there was other things. There were good It wasn't just out. vampire just... hookers. I did see something, though, that this was the highest grossing of that year, though. So to beat those movies out is actually pretty impressive. Uh, just to go for a while, this was the third highest grossing movie of all time behind Jaws. And until, like, what, 82? Jaws and Star yeah. Wars New Hope. So, yeah, probably until... I mean, it's still impressive like to hold it for, like, but five I'll, years. I'll, it, I guess this isn't surprising what I'm about to add on to it. Not only was it such a high-grossing movie during that time, it's... It was the highest grossing um, musical release. That makes sense. Up until 2012. All the way to Les Mis Rob in 2012. No shit. Les Mis yeah. beat it And out? then what happened? Wicked? He said Les Mis. I don't, I don't know. No, so it was Le- Les Mis in 2012. So the Les one Mis that surprised me is it. 
I assume Les Mis I holds it out. Wicked's got to be up there too. You know what? No, I no, well, the, theatrical, I, I, theatrical. It wasn't good, but like I know. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Time out. It wasn't good, but I know a lot of people went to see Cats because it was so bad. It'd be fun if that took over. <laughs> God damn it, James Corden. <laughs> the the one that surprised me, I would assume that because there's not a lot of big uh, movie theatrical releases that are based off Broadway plays. Mm. I would have thought that Chicago might have beat it, but no. Oh yeah, that should have, huh? No. Maybe enough of that. Actually, this is a fun tidbit. Uh, it actually didn't start on Broadway. Um, the first production of so this isn't about the movie, but I'm just kind of some grease yeah, yeah. grease facts, facts. here. Uh, the first production was actually off Broadway in Chicago in 1971, and was at Kingston Mines. Oh, that's interesting. Megan, Megan told me that uh, Kingston Mines is a small. Well, it's a blues bar. So it's a blues bar. It's bigger than so. There's two. I don't know if they're rivalries or if they're family blues bars, but they're across the street from one another. I've only Kingston been to Mines and Blues on Halstead. Uh, they're yep. kitty corner from each other. That is a weird that origin shocked story, me. though. That's, yeah, that's weird. Mm-hmm. That's cool though. It's um, definitely not. Finally... A th- it's definitely not a theater size. It's a, it's like a blues bar. No. You know? Yeah, that'd be like almost like an improv class or something you'd see. Exactly. Hmm. You guys want to hear? Um, eventually, made it to Broadway the next year in '72, and um, I've had a couple of revivals on Broadway since then. Oh, so it's quite the jump Chicago, from Kingston uh, Mines to Broadway. Yeah, <laughs> huge. Uh, you guys want to hear two weird things about Jeff Conway? Uh, always. Uh, Rizzo's hickeys were real. Uh, Stocker Channing said in an interview that Jeff Conway insisted on implying them himself. Uh, and then number two, John Con- Jeff Conway was so infatuated with Olivia Newton-John that he was often tongue-tied around her on set. And then he later married uh, Olivia's sister, Ronna Newton-John. Oh, weird. Little yeah, hussy. so two weird things about that. What else you guys got? No, I mean, let's touch on that a little bit for. I mean, that's that's just that's, <laughs> that's just weird. that's predator shit. That family reunion is so stuff. weird when like, well, I know you really had the hots for my sister, but thanks for coming to Thanksgiving. That means he played the perfect Kanicki, though, right? Kind I mean, of. They got yeah, it's right. a method yeah. actor. Just a, just a nightmare. Hey, man, but he was also, he was uh, Danny Zuka at one time. Uh, I did, we said the thing that he hurt his back in uh, Grease Lightning, but also uh, another little contentious part. John Travolta wasn't supposed to take that song, but he said that Danny Zuko should have it as the lead, and they had a little tiff about that, uh, apparently, at the time. Low-key, I... I Whatever the tiff about and the ego aside, I feel like it is a Danny Zuko song. I mean, it does kind of. Am I like, wrong about that? Well, I mean, it was yeah. his car. It's him being like a grease lighting. So I could see it going that way. I could see why it was his song initially. Oh, uh, Kanicki's song? Yeah, I mean, it, it makes yeah, sense. Yeah, it's his car. I get it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's, his, so, it's his race to run. Um, the movie adaptation, they did rework some song orders mm-hmm. um, when they appeared in the play versus this. And then they towed down some of the lyrics to get a PG rating. Um, but I think we'll go into the the lyrics in, in a little more detail later. Yeah, but hopelessly devoted out. to you, hopelessly devoted to you, the one that Olivia Newton-John contractually added mm-hmm. was nominated for an Oscar for best song. Oh yeah, funny enough, that is the one that got you know, all the attention, which is kind of funny. Which I is like not what I would pick. It I would pick that one. It starts slow. It is a slow song, but I I like that song. It's not I my like the song. It's not my favorite from the movie. No, but it's it, not my favorite. But I don't dislike. It's a good. It's, a, it's I want to talk song. about the songs. It, in, out. It's an actual song instead of a musical number. That's kind of why. It's more modern than the rest. Yeah. but I would say that there's a couple categories. Yeah, you could sing that outside of a, uh, outside of the musical, and it'd be. Which I think she did. Right? Yeah, I think that's why, what she was going for. And I think why I got the notoriety and stuff. What were you going to say, Jordan? Sorry. Oh, I want to talk about the songs in greater detail. Like, 
break them up into two categories and decide which ones we like as our favorite. Well, okay, let's do We're this. Gonna there. We're going to get there on, in, uh, in the next category. We still got some facts to go through. But oh, I mean, yeah. No, no, I'm just he's, saying he's I, right. I, wa- I want to do that later, but just oh, we're come back to the whole song. Okay. Yeah, he, he's right. Um, I thought this was fun. Uh, due to a zipper breakdown, uh, zipper breaking, sorry. Due to a zipper breaking, uh, Olivia Newton-John had to be sewn into her little tight pants at the end. That's one. I, that's one I always remember from like VH1 and back in the day. For some reason, that's like one fact about the movie I always knew, and that's about it. I feel like I remember that too. Uh, tight, some tight pants. Uh, tight pants. We all. There is some uh, stuff on this actually, though. Uh, in 2019, Olivia Newton-John auctioned the leather jacket and pants she wore in the movie for four hundred and five thousand dollars, roughly. Uh, this has a little over, but uh, and she donated that to cancer research, which unfortunately she did. Oh, pass I was away about to say times are tough, huh, Olivia? Well, times she recently <laughs> it was for cancer research, but unfortunately she recently did pass away. Uh, the Spanx founder Sarah Blakely bought the pants for two hundred and forty thousand dollars. Wait, Spanx? Yep, the founder of Spanx. That's always on Tell Shark me, that, Tank. Those she, have to be like in the national history of like. Nope, like, it's in of, Sarah um, Blakely's closet somewhere. She has them. Well, well I, don't, I don't know where she put them again. Damn. I did think when I saw those, uh, were they ahead of their time? Is that spandex? Did spandex exist in 1968? Did he? I, I was. I wasn't. <laughs> it's definitely more of an 80s look at the end of the movie for well, for some reason, even though it's for sure. Do you want to hear a little fan theory out there? Sure. So there's fan theory that Sandy drowned at the beach at the beginning of the movie, and this is I all Danny's this. dream. I actually love ghosts. this theory. I, I've I heard this, this before. Theory. Yeah, go elaborate on that a little though. So this is all just like uh, in her mind kind of thing, or. No, it's in Danny's mind that Olivia uh, died at the beach and they're riding off, or they may both drown. They're riding off to heaven at the end. At of the, the end. Because they go to the clouds. Yeah, that's going to ruin my question. Like, what the, f- the car just fucking flies at the end? But, okay, I guess there's this fan theory that they're going to heaven. Well, that would explain why is everything it, is, is it so the hyper. Is fan theory? Yeah, I think so. That's yeah, so a pretty fun. loose one. I, li- I mean, um, I think. I said uh, to laugh and she nearly drowned. She did. <laughs> she did. She drowned. <laughs> Uh, do you guys want to hear an ironic fact? Okay, go ahead. So in the stage play, the Look at Me, I'm Sandra D song, right? Instead of saying I'm Elvis Presley, it references Sal, uh, Salmino, who was murdered in 1976. So it came out two years later. So for the movie's sake, they were just going to change that lyric. So they said, I'm Elvis Presley. But ironically, the day that the slumber, slumber party scene was filmed is the day that Elvis Presley died. I wrote it down he actually August was, 16th, 1977. Sure was. Isn't that he weird, He was supposed though? to be casted either as the Teen Angel or Johnny Casino. He was supposed to be in the movie, but he died during taping. I don't know if that, that well, seems he, really unverified. Well, he said no to it, too, but I think it was just because he was, you know, not doing so hot. Going through I've, seen, I've yeah. seen both sides. Yeah, that seems super unverified. But that's kind of crazy coincidence that they took it out and changed it, and then it became a problem anyway. So I was a part of... I think it was like sophomore, sophomore or junior uh, when we did this uh, musical in high school. Mm-hmm. Let's not bury the lead because I did want to talk about you being in this uh, uh, theatrical <laughs> do you, production. Do you guys a remember? Lot. Do you guys even know what I what role I played? I you, have you no were the pervert idea. Vince Fontaine, I believe. You son of a bitch! Yeah, I was. <laughs> yes, I was. I heard you played it real method too. <laughs> like real you method. didn't stop being character. You were I didn't in character get out of for, it for weeks. For, I was gonna say like you're still in it. So flashbacks. <laughs> Uh, a dangerous fact, the, the dance contest was filmed uh, during the summer, and they had to keep the gym doors closed just for lighting purposes, and there was no air conditioning in there. So a decent, No windows either. Yeah, so a decent amount of extras had to be taken out for heat-related illnesses and like heat exhaust and stuff. Super dangerous. 
How many times do you hear that? Hey, you know that dance scene that they filmed for a week? It was 300 degrees and a lot of people died. Like, it was awful. You'd hear that in a lot of movies from 80s, 90s. Like, we filmed in a desert and three people passed out from heat exhaustion. (laughs) You can't really... I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's the camera work or something. You can't really tell... That they're all sweaty and dying. No, it doesn't look bad. It doesn't. I would definitely have a dew and a glisten on me, but they look fine. Uh, so I mentioned that they were going to, well, there is a sequel to this, but there was talks of making a third. Tell me what you think of this. So after the success of the first movie, uh, Grease 2 came out in 1982 and it completely bombed at the box office, which canceled the plans for the third one. But in 2002, John Travolta, John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John were pushing to have Grease 3, which would be the same original cast from the first movie set in the 90s or 80s, catching up with everybody to see how they're doing. They already Ooh. fucked it up with two. Yeah. You can't do um, it. No. Don't, 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 don't burn a classic. We don't need a follow-up, Cursed Child Harry Potter. It ended fine. Or they're dead. I don't the realistic know. realistic version would have been... Uh, freshman year in college and they would have all been 45 you know if this ended like a classic 80s movie with like what are they doing now it's like danny works at a gas station sandy's like pregnant two weeks works later at a gas and like, station and like took everyone up smoking. works at a gas station yeah, it's gonna be something like that <laughs> they weren't like you know the promising kids they scraped by kanicki and rizzo plus eight <laughs> <laughs> it's like a tlc show <laughs> but they're separated they're definitely not together yeah not together um, this is, I thought this was kind of funny. The cast chewed about 100,000 pieces of bubblegum during the shoot, up to 5,000 pieces a day, just to whatever. I guess that's a 50s thing. You can get TMJ from that. You're going to have a job problem. You've got to kill your production line. <laughs> but you're going to have a nice, strong, strong jaw. Nice, Jaws yeah. look pretty strong in the movie. I got to admit that. Yeah, I, mean, I guess so. I mean, Danny Zuko's the most, but I don't see him chewing gum much, you know? He's too busy singing all the goddamn songs, Cameron. That's true. Can't be chewing gum. So this is actually a pretty big change just from the musical to this adaptation. So John Travolta pushed hard for Olivia Newton-John to be the lead in it. But because of that, they had to rewrite her character because she was initially just like an all-American, like preppy girl. So obviously because of her accent, they just switched a few things, made her Australian. But it was because she she couldn't. She couldn't do an uh, American accent, I heard. Well, that's fine, too. Let's not force it and make a bad thing. That's a minor change. I know, think for that's sure, what but they like, should do more often. If it's not important to the character, be like, they're from where they can sound like they're from. That's why, spoiler, spoiler I didn't like have her like make like, I didn't make her foreign. She yeah. Across uh, the country. Spoiler I, I alert. Either. I did. I you did. Legit. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wait. In I, respect, I think I, I did, now that I'm actually... <laughs> just, okay. I think she's also Nicole Kidman. Um, got it. <laughs> Oh, geez. Now you took mine. So I'll come up with another one. (laughs) No, I got two, but Nicole Kidman was definitely one of them. (laughs) Uh, This has a million facts, but I did kind of just dip off around here. The last one I have, which to touch on an old one. So we said a lot of extras were passing out. Most of the extras won a national contest to be in the movie. So these were just randos passing out for the most part, unless they're featured dancers. I did jot down a note, and we can leave on this. There's more extras in this than even an episode of Gilmore Girls, and that's got the most extras per capita out of anything that exists on TV <laughs> or the big screen. I didn't pay that much attention, I guess. But. So many extras. Every fucking scene has extras walking around, dancing, and I'll say, you can tell the ones that are dancers. Well, yeah, because they're like dancing. From Broadway. <laughs> you can tell the ones that aren't, and they're dancing too, Cameron. <laughs> Well, cause there's some really bad extra work. Well, they're average really nationwide contest You're supposed to winners. guess and, Cameron. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Here, here's a fun thing to do. When you watch a movie like this with a bunch of extra dancers, watch the background because they're not all up to snuff. But equally as fun is if you watch an epic war movie where there's battles, watch the, the non-two marrying characters. There's a bunch of people just like hacking at each other. Doing yeah. the same motion. Yeah, yeah. It's fun. It's worth a watch. 
Uh, this one has a bunch. I mean, it's a pop culture icon. It's a huge movie. So, I mean, this has a lot of lore around it. So if we missed one of your favorite ones, our bad. But uh, hit us up on social media to tell us some fun facts about this movie. But we're going to move on to questions. Comments. Animosities. Questions. Comments. Animosities. Welcome to Questions, Comments, Animosities. Animosity, maybe my biggest one in the movie. I just have to get this out of the way. It is crazy that these seniors are acting like they didn't see each other all summer and are catching up on the first day of school. Like someone had a job. Danny was just at the beach. Call each other. They didn't hang out the entire summer. Weird. Yeah, these guys aren't from a boarding school. I assume they live in the relatively the same area. Yeah, they're all like, what you do? That's something you do to acquaintances, like on the first day of school, not like your best friends or your gang. Danny, what you do? Maybe they're just bad at like social cues. Like they just saw Danny like two days ago, but they're like, oh, Zuko, there he is. Like, no, Danny had enough time to become a completely different person in the summer. They had no contact. It's super weird. (laughs) So that's one half of this question here's the the tale of the to the head of that question mm-hmm. why does anybody give a shit what sandy did with her summer hey new kid what'd you do all summer that's sing true. about it let us know we're just gonna sit here we hate you but let us know <laughs> well that's why let us know. Keep they're, singing. they're looking for material to make fun of her with jordan they, they just you know that's getting source material i do want to take it back though i will say i do love an animated intro for like the title credits but also slight animosity those characters character caricatures of the kit cousin it of like the main cast are hideous they're a oh hideous it does not do them justice they're they, offensively I mean, ugly rizzo and kanicki rizzo is the, the rizzo worst is, cameron you're rizzo right is the worst one for sure i didn't I write, did that, write down. that down i would have i would just let that slip but cameron i thought the exact same thing it's, it's mean tough. rizzo is it's tough mean. it's mean it's it downright mean and unnecessary mean. just unnecessary 100 percent. something she she was like flailing her nostrils for some reason she, that they just, the character just wrote that in like even she Olivia and john just... and danny zuko look haggard at those characters it's crazy but, but rizzo only had what i could describe as a peyton manning forehead and i thought that was rude <laughs> yeah yeah agreed <laughs> it go, was intense go back and check out I do the have, beginning I, of the movie i do have opening credits animation song is just classic like i love i love the song love the animation. i will say though as a kid that was one way to piss me off in a hurry like the beginning of christmas vacation i'm like oh dope we're watching a cartoon and then the moment it switches to live action i'd always get so mad but so you weren't you weren't mad out of the unnecessary title sequence you were mad because you got tricked yeah i thought i was watching a cartoon and then we're like what's this was deceived that happened like a like uh city slickers that's another one of those city slickers a lot of 98 late 80s early 90s movies had the animated beginning and it tricked me when we went to see family movies together and i hated it now i like it i got tricked with tuck everlasting but we won't go into that go (laughs) back and check out it's entirely your your fault and misunderstanding (laughs) you know people get tricked ignorance gets tricked cameron that's not on (laughs) it's not on the movie okay what's what's next my biggest animosity is just what are the big plans that changed for for sandy that she's just not going back to australia now she's spending what is this her senior year yeah back in la like what's going on there she's i imagine it's a lot like heath ledger in 10 things i hate about you my, he spent most of the time watching wheel died. of fortune and eating spaghettios on the couch i don't know that's his plans now i don't know it is weird for a very quick turnaround like that and wouldn't she i'm staying here all year and if she was like going to the school in the town where she met danny wouldn't she maybe assume that he'll probably be there well right. my like, guess oh, is I'm her close family to this beach 
We're almost done. Her family died. probably talked about this move a lot, and she just ignored it because she was in love. And at the beach and all day? It's like, hey, we're, we live here now. This isn't a vacation. We live in California. This is where we live now. We don't <laughs> we're not going back, We've been Sandy. trying to tell you this for like we a summer now. We moved to California. She's just, you know, lost in love. <laughs> Plans haven't changed. There's no. We live here now, Sandy. Sandy, are you listening to me? Also, Stop we're changing out. your name to Olsen. Don't ask questions. <laughs> We're just doing it. Uh, so we we brought it up. Let's just get it out there. These are possibly the oldest high schoolers in film history. And it's not just one or two characters. Pretty much everybody is mid-30s in this movie playing so a high I, I wrote down. Is there I one that's down, believable? Just, I don't think so. I think so. Rizzo's the oldest no. at 34 playing 18. But they're all like I, I, mid I, to 20s, early 30s. I wrote down the just the main four. So... Uh, Danny Zuko's 23, Sandy's 29, Rizzo's 33, and Kaniki's 26. But let's just specify, there's a lot of old like people in their 20s and 30s that play teenagers. What we're saying also is, these are the oldest looking ones you'll ever see in a movie. Play. They don't look young. Like, uh, I'm forgetting the curly haired friend, uh, Putz Sonny? or Sonny. Sonny lo- no, he's it's Sonny. Just, he looks uh, like it's He's 45. like a 40 year old mechanic. Like, <laughs> he's just yeah. he's just a man. I-, I remember like watching this and like looking myself in the mirror at like, at, like 15 years old. Like, what? Jesus this this is different than them, for sure. You know, times were different. Which Mark. makes it super funny when Sonny's like, did you do her? Did you do her, Danny? <laughs> like, tell me more. Tell me more. It's like, I got kids at home. I don't care. I really need to pass this to get the GED. <laughs> oh, bite the weenie, Riz. Bite the weenie. Uh, I have another animosity. This is very nitpicking small. But when Rizzo comes out of the bathroom the first time we go to the soda shop, she's she is eating an ice cream. She's cone. eating ice cream in the bathroom. She comes out with it mid, like halfway down. Yeah, that's a situation that's though. Ew. You're saying gross. Yeah, I'm saying gross. <laughs> I don't care if she was just yeah. peeing in there. You just took an ice cream cone in the bathroom. Well, yeah, where did you deal. set that? Where did you set that, Riz? I don't think it's she not did. She didn't wipe and she didn't up. wash. Mark, that's what I'm knowing. She needs two hands to do that. Well, the the ugly side of that is she did wipe Cameron and she did wash, but then where's the ice cream cone? You hope she didn't. Here's the deal. She's a tough broad, though, so people definitely notice that within the diner. Yeah, they're not they're gonna not question gonna it. Yeah, Did no. you just, you're just like, I don't want to deal with bad. that. I'm not gonna deal with that. Um, can I go back to the beginning of the movie? I mm-hmm. thought about this a lot. I gotta give props to the Sandy character. New kid in school, senior year, she makes she gets into two clicks. She gets into the like jocks and the greasers. Holy shit, that's unheard of. That's like an all-time Mount Rushmore. That is, and there. not only that, that's all the shit. And there's no heads budding because of this. There should be a little more of that going on. Or nar, it's the accent. It's the accent. That's true. She's fun. And she's very attractive. No, I think it's the very attractive. <laughs> she's she's very she, beautiful. Because if she's, she was homely yeah, and, yeah. Add the accent on top. We've had an Australian drummer. It's He could be ugly as fuck and have an Australian accent. It's just... Fun accents do go a long way. It's attracting. Yeah, but we can all agree that uh, Sandy's a little bit of a like a wet blanket. A little boring, correct? Oh, a tiny bit, yeah. Look so it's that she's Sandy. very pretty... And, and and she's got an accent. Everybody's like, yeah, she can be friends with us. Yeah, she's We're going to make fun of her relentlessly, but she can hang with us. She ups our status. <laughs> Solid get. She dates the hottest greaser and I'm going to say the star of the football team, at least the quarterback. True. That ain't too bad. Speaking of she sports. She gets on the cheerleading I fucking team love and that she guy, does not way. What's that? The clueless oh, quarterback. I, I don't funny. know why I love that character for some reason. <laughs> 
Uh, animosity, <laughs> speaking of sports, when Danny's trying out for the sports teams, granted, I know that like sports weren't as big on television and stuff, but like he acts like he's never seen some of these before, like basketball and fo- like he, he has to Hold know on, how Cameron, basketball we, is played. We've seen we've seen some pretty unathletic friends about. Yeah, you they're know, unathletic, like, just, but they at least kind of understand the basics. Like what's what's the, what the good thing is like a lot of cool people just suck at sports and they like look awkward doing it. So that's I mean, it's almost a redeeming that quality. Here's I'll I'll even I'll even piggyback on top of that. So he decides to change his uh, his path to get Sandy midway through the movie. So we're about midway through the school year. Mm-hmm. He's trying out for four sports that only one of them yeah, could be in season. That's true, and that's that's an animosity. It's like, coach, you're gonna try him out for all these sports? Only one's in season right now. Jordan, they're really banking on him. Man, He's on. not graduating uh, this maybe. summer. I'm gonna debunk that. I'm gonna okay. Go that. ahead. No, you if, uh, track. I feel like oh, I'll start of the season. Yeah, okay. Never we mind. could maybe double up with no spring. We could get baseball and trash, but football and basketball and wrestling are not going on at the same time. Okay, actually, this is jumping around to one of my final notes. Yeah, but okay. That's actually fair. the time. The timeline is just confusing, though, because, like, the movie starts, it's, like, fall, and that's when, like, Rizzo and Kaniki are hooking up. And then, like, we have the pregnancy scare, and everything doesn't get handled to the end of the movie. So, like, we kind of jump the entire middle of the year and like really Danny doesn't start trying out for sports at kind of until halfway through the movie so really it'd be like a winter sport time if anything hold well, on then they... can I I found my I found my spin zone okay okay like in the 50s I feel like they do like clubs it'd be baseball club and you kind of did it all year round mm, that could okay, maybe that... be so I'll give it a pass does that play yeah I'll, I'll, I'll consider I'll, I'll, I'll keep an open mind consider. okay then can I ask this sure if it is senior year yep what are we doing? Danny's not going to make it to the fall sports for next year, so let's just try him no, out no, for no, what's Jordan, left. You're wrong because he's not graduating. He's coming, he's coming back. back. You think this is That's his true. first senior year? <laughs> I was about to have an animosity that he makes a track team with like pack smoking two packs a day, but it was the '50s, and I'm sure a lot of kids smoked. That was kind of funny. Day. Let's cut it down to two packs a day, Danny. <laughs> I like that it said that he throws a pack like, off him. Does long that? distance running, <laughs> cross country running. The real answer to this is he'd be best at football, which he didn't try out for. So yeah, maybe I don't get why over. we didn't just put him as like a linebacker or something. Let him hit. When he's yeah. like, okay, yeah, he's a physical hit. guy. Let he needs a physical hit. sport. Like, just put him in something physical. This guy's tough, and he doesn't get. <laughs> I will say this though: he didn't. <laughs> We're going on this sports tangent way longer than I thought. Would it's a funny. He scene. doesn't dribble. A... It's one. He it's does a great not scene. dribble a basketball that that poorly for never knowing how to play. He obviously didn't get the rules, but he picked up some pretty stylish dribbling. What are you talking about? He traveled and then punched somebody in the gut. I'm talking specifically about the dribbling. He had a little swagger to <laughs> okay. me. He had a little Sorry. rhythm. I could see a dance about to break Sorry. out. It was not the, too You bad. can't take the strut out of John Travolta, no matter what sport track. He was running with the strut, basketball, dribbling with the strut. Oh, man. We should have done that. All-time walks for a Mount Rushmore. We didn't, but that, that's true. We can keep I'll, I'll, I'll reference the Simpsons. There's only one thing to do at a moment like this. Strut. And it's like, <laughs> just getting it. Hold up. When he's doing the hurdles and he's like looking back at Sandy quick. Like, <laughs> That's that actually kind of gets me. That's he's kind of funny. I promise this will be my last animosity about sports. I hate this one. They depict wrestling. One guy that's really big is not going to wrestle a guy that's way smaller no, yeah. than them. There is such a thing as weight class. Why yeah. not it's spar classes? Him, though. You could spar. You could spar. Yeah. He wants to go against to the, best, the, the best. The best. The best, sir. That's his plan. Uh, oh, All right. Just, I gotta. I gotta cross off my sports talk now. Yeah, where, sports where are we at? Where are we at? Just kind of a question. Why is Danny so ashamed of Sandy? She's really popular. She's super hot. She gets along with everybody. Like he also he saw 
her more recently, apparently, than he saw all of his best friends. Yeah. Like, yeah, I like this hot girl from Australia. Fuck off. And, like, throughout the entire movie, all of his friends are kind of acting like fools for their girls, and he's the only one that's not. Like, it doesn't seem like anyone would care at all. Like, when they're on that date at the diner, he is acting weird, and they all just sit down at the table like, oh, you're going out with Sandy. We don't give a shit. No one's, like, paying attention. They're they're taking his food. So I did have a question to that. I never got that. Is he trying to avoid them so he can get alone time with Sandy or because he's embarrassed of her? Call him A, call him B. It seems like embarrassed of how he's with her. Yeah, I think so. He's, oh, that's he's a lovey-dovey guy. He's not a greaser anymore. He, he he cares about a girl instead of just like... Don't get me wrong. He's yeah, going to touch her when he gets her alone, though. He's going to be inappropriate, but right, in that moment... Right. He, he's ashamed. <laughs> okay. The only person I'd be scared of if I was Danny, it seems like him and Rizzo hooked up sometime, right? Oh, yeah. So just stay clear of Rizzo at all times. Yeah, right? if I'm Kanicki, I'm kind of like... Well, do you know what's even more interesting? You guys are making eyes right now. Yeah, at the beginning of the movie, like that annoying, like uh, bubbly cheerleaders coming up to Danny, and he's like, "Not right now. It's not a good time." And it seems like he's yeah. he's hooked up with that annoying girl. So why is Sandy so embarrassing if he's clearly hooked up with that like school council chick? Plus, everybody else seems to be okay with Sandy. Yeah, it, everybody. Everybody loves her. She's great. Everybody loves Sandy. She can sing. She cheers. She's blonde. Oh, I do got to throw some shade, though. When she's cheering, she does a cartwheel, and it's awful. It's very bad. Jordan, she, it's a bad cartwheel. Just she well, just she joined the cheer squad. It's like the first day of school it almost feels like when we cut to that scene. I know, again, that's props to her, just left and right. She gets on everything. She could have been on the swim team, probably, not know how to swim. It looks like they're wearing like these big woolen skirts. To, you can't do a cartwheel. I can't do a cartwheel in Spanish. Yeah, you're going to have some air drag. Too that. heavy. You're going to have some air resistance, for sure. So this is, goes to my timeline thing too, but like animosity, it seems like Frenchie's gone from school for like a week. So why is it such a big deal just to enlist, go back and catch up? Like granted, th- the whole movie, it seems like we just skip winter and like s- kind of come back in spring. I assume but, that happens in the winter months is when she's gone. Yeah, we, we it, it gets a little jumpy. I thought, I thought their school just lasted like, this could have been two months. These are all the summer school kids. Well, we, did- well, we know it starts school. with the first day. Yeah. Maybe it is just summer nah, school. No, because it's at the end, he threatens Danny Zuko to summer school or Kaniki or somebody. Because <laughs> he failed him PE. Did I have physical education? Um, I do have a question. I do have a question about the Scorpions, Craterface, and Cha-Cha. Yeah, they're, sex- they're are- 50. They're like 35. Oh, okay. So are they just like losers? Graduated. That- are- yep. Do they go to another school? Or are they just They're adults? a town over. They're, uh, they're Mac Valley kids. Okay, I got uh, you. Inside baseball, the school next to us. Here's the thing, though. It seems like they're an in-town gang, just wrong turf. I think there is another school, maybe. And So if they're not in school, I did think it was pretty accurate because um, uh, Roughnecks in your grade, they're always having beef with people that aren't in high school That's anymore. That's true. <laughs> and another thing, and this is maybe more inside baseball, a kind of like a greaser-type kid is always bringing an adult to a dance. You're like, why is there an adult with... Why, are you allowed to bring adults to dance? Yeah, she's Rizzo and she's pregnant and she hasn't stopped smoking the entire movie. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, cool. So that's uh, that's my scorpion talk. Oh, I do got some. Uh, once we get to the end of the movie, I got a little animosity about the race. Well, scorpion talk. That guy is a rich dad or something. I mean, his 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 rod, his hot rod is very nice. Sick car. But Mark, as we Sick learned, car. it might be a Batmobile. His dad might be Bruce Wayne. But hey, we got a yeah. lot let of flames flying out the back. Let me remind you, though, Cameron. Grease Lightning, 
Those are all hot parts. All that was stolen, which I didn't get as a kid. And number two, oh, I still don't get how, that. Wait, explain the that. first time I heard. Okay, that. hold on. I got a bunch. Of, I got, all the parts. Okay, I got a bunch of weird things to say. Number one, they make a few comments. Hot all these rot. parts are hot, meaning they stole them from other cars. They're like they're hot items. Like they okay. So all those were stolen. Wait, off we cars. No, I get this. I get the slang. And number the two. <laughs> They're fucking autos teachers in on it, and she goes to the race with them. It was like, what, you think I'm going to let my boys hang on, like, Devil's Ridge? Of course I'm coming for the... On this pussy she wagon? She even says all the parts are hot. She knows that she was working on this stolen parts I car in their high I did think that that takes down your street cred a little to have your shops teacher with you. No, because she's a criminal. Like- <laughs> she doesn't care. She doesn't give a fuck. Do you want to hear my biggest animosities? So that that drag race in the ravine, mm-hmm. we're paying, for, we're playing for pink slips. It doesn't matter what you guys are playing for. Your gar- your cars are totaled by the end of this. You're fucked. Neither yeah. of you have cars. You couldn't. Grease combine- Lightning had a paint job. Yeah, nothing. They, they changed nothing, nothing about Grease Lightning. Well, what we're forgetting though is they have an unlimited limit uh, budget because they're stealing everything and a free workshop, so they'll be fine. They'll just take all that back and their teacher will. Well, help. it's the cream. Uh, uh. It's a pretty yeah. Fun. Okay, so now we're talking about it. So I heard this <laughs> that this has the lyrics to the songs here are very adult, and there's a suggestive. lot of innuendos, or even past suggestive to direct like. Sure. Make you, you know, the chicks there's, will cream. There's two problematic lines: the chicks will cream and did she put up a fight? Those are the ones that stand out the most. Ooh, the put no, up the a fight. Couple. Yeah, Mark. I mean, just just the general unconsensual at the dance, mooning, and then like lifting up skirts and just yeah. Well, him just trying to grow up. It's supposed to be boy. Oh, I'm sorry. You're doing one specific. Well, question to you though: How did they try to clean that up for your high school production? Like, did you change words and stuff? What'd you do? It's a real. It's a real. Yeah, chicks. Maybe, which still sounds like chicks will cream. Yeah, <laughs> and then it's a real like pussy wagon. Was like it's a real wagon. We might have just like doubled up wagon. Uh, this it's a wagon, real vagina wagon. wagon. Real quick side side thing. Uh, our our middle school did a production of Into the Woods, and there's a line where the witch says he was like something me, raping me, and our middle school production tried to change that to he was harassing me, and it just does not <laughs> fit in there. Sorry, go on. What There's not much do? you can do. No, but you know, I was kind of curious what you guys. Did I, for that. I do want to say though, as a, one, I don't think any kid's gonna know what uh, creaming means. So I think it's actually better when you let these things ride in family-friendly movies. That way, as an adult, you get to look back and you're like, "Whoa, well, well, yeah, really spitting some fire and grease." But when like Rizzo was like, oh, "I missed it." I missed a period. I'm are you PG? Like I'm that's no. That's, I, I wrote. I, I remember this line because it's so grace. She goes, I'm like a broken typewriter. I missed my period. I'm like, ooh, that's... She I wasn't going to get that at all. That shit, that is bars. That was like she mad mad good, Rizzo. Okay, so I kind of <laughs> want to go to the dance-off real quick. Some questions, but ooh, like yes. mostly the fight over the dance-off is weird because like Danny just didn't put up a fight. Some guy just came up like, hey, and like dragged her off. And he's like, okay. Well, it's, the, it's the big guy. It's the, it's whatever his face is. It's not, Sunny. It's, Oh, the is it? No, it's not Sunny. It's uh, it's dude. Sunny breaks him up. Oh, why? Yeah, it, why wouldn't he just be like, hey, they're buddy. scooting around all cute. So I think here's why. Cha Cha um, and Duty were in on it. No, I don't. I don't, I don't know, know if they were. I think so. The whole thing and the whole. I understand fight why. Is okay. So what happens is, uh, Sandy and Danny are dancing, Killing and they the get dance broken contest. up by Cha Cha. Killing, Killing it. They're gonna win it. Who's ever with Danny's about to win the dance contest. True. We can all agree. Those hips don't lie. But they get broken up. I get why Chacha's doing it for the exposure, right? Yeah, you don't. I don't think there's any. Th- it makes no sense that Danny th- would do that. Though. She's from Mac Valley, of course she is. 
But I don't think there's anything romantic between them anymore. I think they just truly love to dance. <laughs> now, the real question I think Cameron's bringing up is, there's Danny could just be like, I'm with Sandy. Yeah. There's no need for this. We're dancing. But that's what you just that's said. Him. He, he loves to dance, too. He, he just couldn't stop. He's, he's like, like, oh, my he's date's like what gone. can I do? I'm I moving. My hips dance. are moving. All right, all right. So... <laughs> <laughs> Born I, to I, hand job, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. We're hand jiving hand over here. You can't see, but we're hand jiving. I do want to make a shout out. I don't know what caused um, the actor's back problem that played Kinnicky, but out of everybody, he's doing the most laying on the back gyrating. Oh, sure. Dance moves than anybody in the whole entire movie. Uh, I don't really remember this. I, I like, didn't remember this, but Putz is kind of a pervert and is constantly looking up people's skirts and stuff. Yeah, it's his character. It's his whole character trait. So comment, the moral of this story is change everything about yourself and the guy or girl will like you. Danny becomes a prep. She turns into like, hey, kids. At the end, I don't, I mean. <laughs> kids, if you change yourself for the one you love. Yeah, the moral You're gonna of this, get the one you love. And like she like does a complete change around. And it's clear. Like I like that Danny's like, oh yeah, I got a Letterman's jacket. But as soon as she turns up looking like a greaser, he tears it off. And he's like, that, wow, we're greasers now. Ships missing. There's ships passing through the night. I like that. There's no so middle I've ground. Got, it's, I've got a question. It seems like they're about to meet at a middle ground. Then Danny's like, oh, you, fuck it, and just tears Perfect. the jacket off. I've got a question okay. though. Okay, so they aesthetically make changes. Yeah. But the real crux of the problem is... Danny's stupid. This will get a little crude. <laughs> Sandy doesn't put out. And that's Danny's problem <laughs> with her. It wasn't the way she looked or acted. It's that she doesn't put out. So if that doesn't get fixed, Danny is not going to stay with and her. And Danny's still I love the stupid. song and dance. Like, he's still an idiot. Yeah, he so. didn't get not stupid. He still can dance. He still likes tail. And if that doesn't come... You know what I mean. Danny is the, just like the dumbest like uh, golden retriever ever. He just, uh, <laughs> boobs. Here's my ring. <laughs> boobs. Oh, Which we all I agree. Do have, like, he's too pushy with her. He's too handsy. She definitely doesn't seem into it. But if she doesn't put out, they're not going to have a long but, well, That's uh, the crazy thing. They, they have no reason to like each other. Like She's like really pushing his groping on her. Then the next moment, he's like, I want you to have my ring. And she's like, oh, Danny, I knew you actually cared. Then he grabs her boob. And then she's like, oh, you're an animal. Yeah, I can't but- believe it. You're disgusting and I hate you. It's like <laughs> the smallest thing can be like, oh, true love. Then like you're Hold a creep. On. Hand up. That's why this. That's why this movie is just. It, there's a lot of stuff that just doesn't play it nowadays. You know, oh, like there's a lot of. It does not age well. Well, we did say this that pretty much. But all the songs and dancing ages like a fine wine. It didn't. It's still great. I will say though, a lot of high school movie coming of age. You're still doing the mashed potato at like school dances. What are you doing? <laughs> I don't go to school dances. I'm 35. Yeah, but he but he shows up with mashed potatoes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> We're still doing this? Potluck. We were kind of talking about this before, but this goes along with most coming-of-age high school movies that it's all kind of a sexual conquest story and like a losing your virginity thing. So I feel like these are always primed to age weird just based on cultural norms at the time. So no, any high school coming-of-age is going to be weird in like 10, 15 years. Are you saying we're, we're acknowledging that? We're Like we're tipping our hat? We know that it's... Well, no, I'm just saying that like pretty much every high school... Every, this is essentially the problem now with any high school movie coming-of-age. They all kind of focus on sexual conquest and losing your virginity and then those are just problematic things that we have as a society haven't dealt with yet so no matter what in like 10 years yeah that's going to be a big problem in 10 years yeah people look back at you for you and be like whatever yeah so okay so so 1980s greece is our oh it's problematic i'm not saying i'm not saying things aren't problematic i'm just saying they'll all be problematic 
Got it. Correct. Uh, I do want to touch on what no. Jordan said a second ago that I like at the end of the movie when they're like, wow, everything really wrapped up, huh? What do we do now? They just say nonsense words. Well, I don't know. <laughs> no, it's Danny's essentially like, let's not yeah. talk about that. Yeah. Like, yeah, we'll be friends forever. He's like, here's a good question. Who put the bop in the bop to bop to bop? <laughs> okay, question. I like that they're all like, we're going to see each other this summer, right? Danny didn't see you last summer. As Danny a didn't see you going into senior year, junior to senior. I don't know he's where the fuck the beach jacket, was. I need him to know he's not going to college. <laughs> oh, I do have, have enough credits. I have three wardrobe-related questions, and I wrote these all down. Where are Danny's sleeves? Uh, I don't movie? know if. Gr- nah, we get it. You got it. Flaunt it. Show sure. the guns. Whatever. They're getting covered by the letterman's uh, by the leather jacket. I love the belt to the side. You put the belt buckle on the side. It's a greaser move. Solid. Cool. I might take Is that, that a with greaser me. move? I don't know. I assume so. That felt like a, like an emo move back in like 2007. Oh, kind of was. Yeah, maybe we were. I maybe hate we to were break just it to you that. that emos were just being greasers. Um, secondly, we were just were, rebels were without the, a cause, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> were the T-Birds and the Pink Ladies in junior year able to wear those jackets, or is it something you graduate to senior year? I think where they the touch on that the thunders? in. Grease two, but I Grease two, I believe I think it's they a do. senior thing, kind of. Yeah. Now, is this the only fraternity at Rideau High? The 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 T Birds and uh... yeah, well, the, yeah, because then you got the clubs well, and the, the other you got the you got the other schools then that have the scorpions. Scor- there's, scorpions. There's, there's just four jobs. Yeah. Got four good ones. No, just, the T Birds are McDonald's <laughs> though, and the Scorpions are Burger King. You're the ones always coming to our turf talking. What you mean, us. a flame like, grilled burger this. made fresh every See, time? Now, I, yeah, I, I'd great. say T Birds are like Culvers and uh, and uh, what, what are they called? <laughs> the Scorpions. The Scorpions. The scorpions. Yeah, Scorpions are like. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Burger King. Burger King is good. Burger King. All right, Burger King. Okay, that's fine. Um, last question is: You may not have realized this, but I got to point it out. Rizzo's wearing sunglasses on the first day of school, and I'm pretty sure they're the elderly ones that fit over <laughs> nice. like prescription glasses. Check it out. I watched for it a lot. I'm not kidding. That, cool. What a, do you mean you watch for it a lot? Well, I he's big the on the he's big sure on those glasses. Speaking out of no. terms. Okay, he's right. pushing the glasses. He's that. obviously going to you know you know look for supporting evidence. My final question: What's your favorite song? What's your favorite number from the movie? Okay, I'm going to break it into two categories because I think there's three main songs, which are no summer love. Do that. You have to pick just pick one overall finale. song. Finale. I, it I love the finale, man. Just the we go to yeah the whole carnival i love it the carnival that's uh, okay. a big number though so I, you think that's the best song i though? didn't say that okay, i said that's I'm, my favorite i'm i'm going summer loving is the best one summer loving is mine summer loving is I'm but in. can i can i give a secondary song because i'm torn between two sure. i like oh sandy sure. just for the other so I like that. And then I, for what I really like, look at me, I'm saying that, that one really, oh, you like a comedic me. song. I didn't mind. It also it. has like a waltz, it. like bump, 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 bump. I can see how that got stuck in your head. That has a very, you like the will be back in like Hamilton will be back. Oh, a hundred percent. It's one of the sure. only few Hamiltons I got on my, <laughs> yeah, I like a melodic song. Give me, I got all three give of me uh, grease is the word. The intro grease is grease the, is the, the word. word. That's a good intro again. Cartoon. Bam, 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 bam.
Classic. Uh, they need to send uh, Kanicki in a concussion protocol. Oh, yeah. He has they, a real hurt head. They just slammed like a door against his head. I mean, we just got to check him out. Send him to... Kudos, though, for him being a greaser. Like, Kanicki, can you drive? And him just being like, nah. You know he drove and then ran <laughs> right into a pillar and died in a ball of flame. Like, that's not the move he made. When I was younger, I, I thought that... or I, At one time, I thought he was making responsible choices because he thought he was about to be a dad. He's like, nah. I <laughs> that could be, too, though. <laughs> So during the hand drive, when Cha Cha and Danny are like dancing, she steals him away. Yada yada yada. There's one guy who's just fucking going for it. Like, I Mark, don't know if I'm a feature extra. Scene. This is my moment. I know I'm behind Cha Cha. I'm gonna make sure that my <laughs> friends and family see me because they're coming to the premiere. I'm gonna have to send it to you because it, it is just it's. Uh, this movie has a bunch to say. Obviously, some problematic things. If there's something we missed, we should have talked about. Hit us up on social media. But we're gonna move on to recasting. Casting. This is a mammoth one, so we're going to go quick through some of the lower ones. Did, uh, did you guys go low, low, low? I did. Did anyone have Crater Face? Mm-hmm. R- yeah. Ray Liotta. Ooh, he doesn't have a like he doesn't have like very bad acne scars, but he has scary eyes. So he still seems scary. It's the yeah scary face. And I did Jesse Plemons, sort of a bully. Jesse Plemons. Just is he from Breaking Bad? Yep. Okay, that's mm-hmm. what I thought. Okay, cool, cool. I'm, I'm cool with that. That one's good. Um, I went non-looks. I went Lou Diamond Phillips. I just like him as a rival gang leader. I kind of like that. Funny enough, I was thinking about him. Uh, how about Chacha, just to keep it in the same universe? I did Vanessa Hudgens. And just as a spoiler, I accidentally put her as Rizzo. Then I'm like, fuck, I'm just recasting the live-action Grease right now. And half of mine were that, and I had to stop. I tried to avoid that. Yeah, I did too. Uh, but that works, though. I hate it because it's just been a thing. But yeah. hey, she was she was she was Rizzo. I'm putting her as Chacha. I know, I know. I'm putting I hate her, her as the Chacha. Dancer. Dancer? I, yeah, that works for me, um, baby. I don't Marcus have Spoken. one, but shade. Um, I'll dump. I went dancer slash actress Jennifer Lopez. Oh, that works. Yeah, let it rip. One. How about the principal I, voice? I did Julie Andrews. Okay. <laughs> Just I don't know a very proper sounding. Wo- I don't know. I went crazy too. I went Maggie Smith. Yeah. So Mark and I are going just crazy voices. Oh, I am. I I am way off the because she was, went, she's from it's, she's in school in California, but she had some sort of like North Atlantic Madame, fucking you know, yeah. yeah yeah. So I was way off the mark. Looks I did Miss Frizzle from sure. uh, Magic School you Bus. Can't. And then no, that, I put, it's no. You're thinking down. of Blanche. You're thinking of Blanche. Okay, uh, maybe I'll throw in for Blanche. And I've got a good Blanche. That one I'm actually thought about. Um, but I took the. She's like the social caseworker in wherever dead people go in Beetlejuice. It has like her. Oh, throat. okay, yeah. Also, oh, that that's the third week you've <laughs> said a social caseworker from this movie. I'm not fucking around. <laughs> Patty Simcox. Do you have a Patty Simcox? Patty, who's that? The Goody Two Shoes girl. Oh no, I did. Oh, I, I do did. have her. Yeah. No, who'd you have? Ellie Kemper. I work. I'm just gonna go Reese Witherspoon. Um, Jennifer. Oh uh, no. Who's married to? Jennifer Garner. Jennifer Garner, yeah. Hands down, Jennifer Garner. I could kind of see that. She's, she plays ball. I like that. She, she might be nice. that. Uh, yeah. Did anyone do the coach? I missed the coach. Got a good coach. Who do you got? I got a good coach, too. Bill Burr, as Bill Burry as he can be. I guess you're not a basketball player. I guess you can't wrestle. We'll find a sport for you. I want him to be as Bill Burr as you can. I want to hear his speech when we're not a winning team. It's when we're weird hearing a thick Raleigh. Boston accent in Northern California. I did California, John C. Riley, like a more like. Ooh, oh, John. I like. I have John C. Riley somewhere else. Interestingly, interesting. I know where you've got him too. Uh, now I just have the pink ladies and the greasers. Do you guys have any other sub characters before that? Ooh. I have a Blanche. I have like the kind of the kooky. Like, yeah, give me, give me your, give me your Blanches. Deborah Jo Rupp, the mom from that 70s show. Oh, yeah, she that's kind of that's good. She plays that yep. aloof character well. Aloof, yeah. Jordan, you said you had a good one. Do you have one? Betty White. 
crushes oh, it. Oh, that'd be fun too. Those are both pretty good. She's got such a good scene when like the coach is like talking about we're gonna rough. <laughs> we're gonna rough. and she's just in the corner. Her like, dancing with the jock at the, the dance contest. The she's dancing funny. jock is actually pretty funny. Oh no, bad boy. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, when she's dancing with the jo- does anybody have the jock? <laughs> uh, I put I, missed it. I put fucking uh, Ben the soldier from It's Always Sunny because he's just kind of oh, like fun. a puppy dog, golden retriever type of guy. R.I.P. I'm going to go and Paul Walker from uh, Pleasantville. I did Paul Walker from Pleasantville as well. It wasn't inspired, but it's what I did. Okay, let's let's start with the pink ladies. Let's go Marty, the one that is uh, has all the men she's writing to from the Navy. I did Cat Dennings. I don't know why exactly, mm. but. Seems like she, I don't know, just a fun promiscuous role for her. I had a weird one. That's not I bad. Went, I went Catherine Hahn. She, I, you know what? I oh, thought about her somewhere. Younger Catherine Hahn? Younger that, Catherine Hahn. That's actually perfect, dude. Yeah, I'm All fine right, with nice. that. Mark, what do you got? Jenny Slate. Okay. Oh, I know, I know Jenny Slate. Slate. Yeah, that's great. Jenny, Jenny Slate. Yeah, that's cool she with me. Rizzo. You know where I might put her? Uh, maybe not, though. Uh, for Jan, the goofy one with glasses that's always eating, I put Sarah Jessica. Hate. I put Sarah Jessica Parker, and I don't know why exactly. Interesting. Yeah, she could, um, she could like, play ditzy, bubbly, kind of. I don't know. It's actually, almost like goofy, though. Like, almost yeah. like over the top. You know, I had Emma Stone Annoying. there, but I'm like, I don't know why. Uh, I sort of abstain because I dislike that character so much. You're going to so love I this guess, You're gonna love this casting than Cameron. You yeah. are, too, if you dislike that character. Which Kristen, I definitely do. Kristen Shaw. Oh, yeah, that's annoying. Uh, I like her a lot, though. Last of the, uh, last of the pink ladies, uh, Frenchie. Uh, Frenchie, I did Ellen Green. She's Audrey from Little Shop of Horrors. I did I'm, it for the voice. Oh, it's all damn. Gonna kill you guys. In that's all actually perfect. I'll go next because mine's not too good. I want Sarah Silverman. It's a voice. It's a looks like. Okay. Jane Krasowski. Kimmy Schmidt. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Be That'd be perfect great. Frenchie. That works for me. Nice. Yeah, I'm cool Beauty with that. school dropout. Uh, who'd you have as duty? I saw that he had curly hair. He's a very forgettable character. I just put Shia LaBeouf there. I put Shia LaBeouf there, then I switch it to Miles Teller. I don't know. I, I honestly think there's one too many greasers. You either got to get rid of Duty or get the rid of Potts. One, whichever. Potts is the one you need to get rid of. Mark, who'd you have as Duty? Uh, I did John Belushi. Interesting. <laughs> I like not? that. Sure. Fuck it. Uh, who'd you have as Sonny? <laughs> That's where I put John C. Riley. This is him not being too funny. It's him having a serious musical role like in Chicago. Matthew, Matthew Broderick. Go- Weird. Mm-hmm. Weird. He would. He's the skin. No, he does musicals. Jordan just finds him annoying. No, he definitely you're does. Not, you're just not. Just, you're never going to win Jordan over with with Matthew. Broderick. I'd put Matthew Broderick and Jan. That's how much I dislike both. of them. <laughs> okay, I did a weird one um, because I thought the guy that plays Sonny looks so old. I did Josh Gad. Now, forty-five year old Josh Gad. I originally put Sean what? Astin now in that role. Wait, are you guys? Are, are we? Sonny's the skinny like. Sonny's the no, short I've, squat one, I believe, with the I've, facial hair. Are you mm-hmm. sure? Yeah, because then yeah. Putz is the blonde. And then, then John is Belushi blind. is my son. That makes more sense. That makes more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matthew yeah, yeah. Broderick switch. Yeah, I thought that all that makes that I thought you guys were wrong. I'm wrong. Yeah, I, well, maybe. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could be, but uh, let's go to Kanicki so we make sure we're right. I did Michael Shannon. I, did no one did Putsy? Oh, I did. Um, yeah, I did do Putz. I did um, Thomas C. Howe from oh, okay. um, Pony Boy. That works. I did Seth Green. R- okay. Seth Green. I did Ryan oh, Gosling, like just a quiet, pretty boy. Just don't doesn't say much. Really That's just really you just couldn't think of anybody blonde. Can't yeah, uh, dude, <laughs> I'm telling you, this is my second go around. You should have seen the first people I had, and this was fucking terrible. Uh, let's move to Kanicki, Michael Shannon. I use him all the time, but this is actually kind of maybe a good tough role for him. I don't know if he can sing, but yeah, I use him all the time. Who do you guys have as Kanicki? 
I'll go. Um, I did Matt Dillon. It's a straight outsider's oh, ripoff, but I think he's got the dipshittery that that character needs. That's a lot better. Than I don't mine. know if he can <gasps> sing. I don't know if he can dance. Fuck, you know, what I should have done Ethan Hawke, maybe. I don't even feel that better. I don't know. I have three. I'm going to go like with to one here, obviously, though. Mm. I'm going to... Uh, fuck. Shwayze? Mm, maybe, Ooh. yeah. Spoiler alert, somebody might have him in another role. I could also see him just being a mean crater face for some reason, but go on. <laughs> I, have to- I have Tony Danza and Rob Lowe, too. Maybe. Mm. Tony Danza. I'd, for Kanicki? I'd go Rob Lowe for Kanicki, yep. maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, the, 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 Honestly, this was the top like four were really hard for me. Uh, let's. Do you guys want to move on to the top two here? San, well, oh, Rizzo. We're missing Rizzo. No, we haven't Rizzo, done Rizzo. 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 Uh, hear me out. I had a lot of problems with this one, but Mila Kunis. I definitely thought that, and I don't. Uh, I hate. It. I tried to put her anywhere in this movie, and I just ended up hating. It. Okay, I, I, I had a real problem with Rizzo finding. I, 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 I had Emma, Emma Stone there for a second, but I didn't. Cameron, know. you'd have a perfect cast if you just n- didn't cast her like every other week besides this week. Who Emma Stone? <laughs> No, no, you'd have a perfect um, Rizzo. Rizzo? Who? Think about it. I don't know. I recast all the same people. Days and Confused. Ser- or Parker Posey. Ooh, that is a good one. Man, I don't, I don't even think about oh. her. I think about her a lot. Uh, Jordan, be perfect. Have? I'm going to explain exactly what I have, and you guys are going to give me shit for it, but I'm going to mix Rosie O'Donnell with Madonna, and I'm going to mix her characters all the way May and Doris from A League of Their Own. Combine them into one. That's you got the talk. not a person, but okay. You can't do that. We don't, we don't allow that. We don't allow that. This is you a- can strike it from the record, but the the, the jury's already heard it. It's in their brains now. So if Jury it doesn't man. count, it doesn't count. Just that's fine. Objection. You can strike it from the record. Let's move on to the main two. Who's your Sandy? I have two options. Here's my throwaway: Emma Watson, someone who's just like kind of innocent seeming and beautiful. Oh. But so that was my main well, one. Then I, then I rethought ahead. Samara Weaving. Are you guys she's thinking like someone who could sing? Well, that but be innocent. She seems like kind of just pristine and innocent too, and that's kind of the Sandy vibe. Two Samara Weaving. She's from the Babysitter. She's from Ready or Not, that horror movie about her being we- like in the wedding and then hiding from the family. I've seen all. Oh, okay. She's blonde. She's in Bill and Ted's uh, mm-hmm. ex- or Face the Music. She's like reboot. Yeah. So she's blonde. She's very beautiful. She is Australian. I'm pretty sure. And I don't know. She's she's gotten a lot of horror and innocent roles, so she's gone back and forth. So I did um, Nicole Kidman, M- makes but sense. Mark already nixed it. And then I'm like, well, if I can't do Nicole Kidman, I'll do Emma Watson. So I was not inspired. You know what though? I'm happy someone else said Emma Watson though, because I felt you know, I felt also uninspired by that. She but. can sing. She's foreign. I know that the original's innocent. She seems very the, innocent. That's part of it. She seems like yeah. that Olivia Newton-John style. A little boring. A little bit of a prude. Yeah. Maybe can she can shake it up at the end? I don't Mark, know. Mark, what do you got? Singer or non-singer? Let's start singer. with singer. Kristen Bell. Okay. That could work, maybe. Yeah. Oh, I thought of that. Yeah, I thought of that. I just thought somebody else would say it. Yeah, that's, that's and when pretty they, good. I forgot she was in Frozen. I just forgot it. Who else? Who, who's your non-singer? Just more innocence. I did Reese Witherspoon. Someone put her down. Uh, I put her, I I put like, her that, that. Uh, bubbly one, yeah. yeah Can I put one out there that I, I wasn't... Did anybody think of Amanda Zeefried? I know she can sing. Oh, no. But that works. That okay. could work. Should we move on to Danny? Okay. Throwaway. I also put Ryan Gosling there, and I hated it. Then I tried Dave Franco, and I also don't like it. I could. I don't. I couldn't find a Danny. I don't know. I, I had Patrick Swayze written all over it. Now here's the yeah, thing. Yeah, that could be. He you can guys dance. Are missing a big those, hitter here. those hips. Okay, let, let me just argue Patrick Stewart. Swayze. Sorry, Patrick Swayze. Patrick Stewart would be an odd <laughs> choice. Um, Patrick Swayze. He can dance. He's a little more serious, so I think you lose a little bit of that dipshittery. Sure. And you'd have to rewrite that he's a. 
He'd be a four-letter sports star because he could do everything <laughs> except basketball. True. He'd honestly be, oh, my God, you're the best wrestler we have. Oh, my God, you kill baseball. Oh, my God, you're the best gymnast we and have. And you smoke over two packs a day. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I don't even so have surfing. <laughs> Mark, who do you have? <laughs> you're the best surfer. God, his hair is beautiful. You got it. He's a greaser in, 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 uh, in uh, the Outsiders, and it's pretty much dirty dancing, essentially. Kind of, yeah. I get where you're going for I that. Want, I want the, the, the Stamos. Oh, Ooh, that's actually pretty like good. That. Yeah, he can I dance, almost wanted, he can sing. He's got hair. Oh, that's great, this actually. Is, yeah, this is gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna yell off Mike because Megan can hear me. Hey, Megan, Mark did John Stamos for Danny Zuko, and it's pretty fucking good. <laughs> she just got a reaction. I mean, that's I obviously talked this over with her. Mark won. I thought there's no way Swayze's gonna be. <laughs> Mark didn't oh, John Stamos is perfect. I had a hard time. And he's got the right dip. Sh- he's got the right amount of dip shittery for this. Agreed. Oh. I had a hard time this Uncle week. Uncle Jesse. I had to redo the casting. I kind of like about half of mine, but let us know what you thought of our recasting. Mark killed the Danny Zuko at the God end. Damn. Uh, but that was so hard to do, was. too, but Mark killed it. It was. That was a hard one. Because these do. are iconic, so it's hard to take these out, especially when half these people, we only know them for Greece. But we're going to move it on to Mount Rushmore, top four. Mount Rushmore, top four. Welcome to Mount Rushmore Top 4. This week, in honor of Greece, we're doing people who are way too old to be playing high schoolers. Uh, Mark's going to go first this week. Mark, who's your old high schooler? I'm going to go kind of obscure. Okay. There's a lot of sort of obvious ones, I think. This movie that we just did, I feel like has a ton of them. Well, I mean, Um, the most, maybe, ever. The most. This Um, is the the deepest cast, This was an... Okay, can we go uh, TV actors? Yeah. Actors. Yes, yeah, of course. We'll yeah. I think everything's on the table. Okay. Then I think I have an ex- obscure one that no one's going to pick. I've got um, Amber Lancaster from RJ Berger, an uh, oh, MTV no. show. That makes MTV sense. show that came out in like 2011. She was born in 1980 and was playing a high schooler in 2011 <laughs> or 12. That's 31 or 32 years old. Side note, RJ Berger was kind of funny. That was like, there was a kind weird segment where like MTV was making like comedy series and that oh, kind of hit. That's, uh, for it's, people don't remember, the kid has a big penis. That's yeah, that was the whole the MTV version of the, the show Hung. Yeah, essentially. The yeah, same show. That's true. Okay. Uh, you know what? I'm actually, she, oh, yeah, she, she went she on old. to do like the Price is Right, like one of the Price is Right Yeah, she's girls. one of the models she eventually, Yeah. She the so, main girl and I, I will have to go back and say that. Yeah, she was playing she, a 30 year old, 16 year old. Yeah. Which you're going to find a lot of these 16-year-olds are in their 30s on these shows. I'm actually going to go a pretty big star, pretty big movie. Tom Hanks, Forrest Gump. All the mm. early years up until like the college, the high school years. Just the whole beginning of the How movie. How old was he, though? Probably 30s. 36? Easily 30s, yeah. No, that's crazy. That's easily. So, so like crazy. really up until he's playing for Alabama, it's pretty ridiculous, the entire story. But I just wanted to go with the big so, one in the 90s. I've got an honorable mention that I will fill up after, but my go-to, it's got to be Henry Winkler playing the Fonz. He got that role at 29, and then he played it well into his 30s, and he's supposed to be a high schooler in it. That's and a, he that's doesn't remotely if, look. If TV, TV was on the table. I had that as the honorable mention just because it seems like the big one, but for sure Henry Winkler. So can I go to my honorable mention? I have Whip two. it out. Yeah, go for it. Um, I got to go Jimmy Stewart. I know he's freshly graduated, but at the beginning of It's a Wonderful Life, he yeah. does not look like I... As boyish and charming that as he is... That was his first movie post-World War II, and it looks like a World War II veteran soldier playing a yeah. 16-year-old boy. So, yeah, it's, it's you'll, hard you'll, to believe. You'll definitely see the World War II PSD when he looks directly into the 
camera with his crazy eyes. Ooh, I got a big one for you that you're going to agree with. Leonardo DiCaprio, catch me if you can. He was already starting to look a little old alcohol bloated. So like him playing 16 at the beginning of that as like a 30 something year old was hard to believe. Great. So I, I know love the movie. He, it's a great movie. Here's why I argue against it, though. The whole reason that Frank Abagnale Jr. got away with so much is because he, he looked, looked a lot old older. for his age. That's so true. it was part of the plot. That's all he I'm got saying. A, that's and true. Leo's got a baby face. Like, yeah, he had a baby, though, more of a like, baby face there. Yeah, but catch me if you can. He was not looking like 16 anymore. He can, was can, I do, can I do one that's... 16, but it's, 18 it's, maybe. This, These aren't high schoolers, but I just have to... I saved it for honorable mention. Mm-hmm. The Irishmen were just not buying it. You guys are in your 70s. I don't care how much, <laughs> like, it's just Makeup it's just stuff. weird looking. I get it. Well, I think it's CGI, but that's it. All right, who's next? Uh, also, honorable mention, Alan Ruck in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. He played Cameron. He was 30, so it's not terrible, but he looked like an old high schooler. He looks older than that. <laughs> uh, you want a recent thing? This, uh, this one's for Mark. But I'm going to say, Dear Evan Hansen, Ben Platt, the movie edition that just came out. He should have oh, recast great. himself. He should not have great played a high pull. schooler. That's just a that's a bad pick. You can even just like do a voiceover of your voice, Ben. Yeah, or something. It's, you don't. You're not a high school anymore, buddy. I'll I'll, I'll put great the material. Reverse. Loved the role. But... That's maybe number one, Cameron. That's that's a tough. That's why the movie sucks. Oh, oh, I got a number one for you. What I <laughs> was ahead. thinking was Shirley Henderson played Moaning Myrtle at 36, playing a 16 year old oh, ghost. Yeah, yeah, she was old. She was. Oh, old. I thought she just like aged. You know. Nope. Like, she was 36, playing 16 for that. Cameron, for Christ's sake, she saw a basilisk. It's going to put some bags under your eyes, Well, that's Cameron. what's even weirder. She Leave looks like a kid. It's not like, it's not like bad casting or anything. It's just weird they did get a kid and they just got some adult. You know what I mean? I will say that when we read the Moaning book, nobody... <laughs> um, I'll give you the most surprising one. Um, in Bring It On, Gabrielle, Re- Gabrielle Union was 29. Oh, yeah. She was kind of old. That but, shocked me. But also, Gabrielle Union old. hasn't aged in like 20 years. She looks great. So like that, it's hard that's to tell. True. Yeah, maybe we do like next week or some, somewhere down the line, the opposite. Like Youngers. Younger's, yeah, playing, younger's old. playing olders. Here's one that I didn't know at the time, but I saw a oh, picture of it. And it's it. going to be riddled with Karen Knightley. Go ahead. Not true. God, she was so young. Jason Earls and Hannah Montana was the brother of Miley Cyrus. He was playing 16, and at the end of the show, he started at 29 and ended at 33. But I didn't watch the show, but look at a picture. He has some fucking smile lines. Like, he has some, like, <laughs> weathered face going on. And he just has that, like, early 2000s shaggy hair, so it looks creepy it looks off-putting <laughs> it turns out most teenage shows are 20 year olds to, th- yeah, to 30 year olds sure. in fact i just ha- i just wrote these down because i don't know the shows but pretty much everyone on gossip girl vampire diaries riverdale pretty little liars and like four other wb shows and cbw things mm-hmm. they're all 35 playing 16 pretty much any of those type of teen shows were all on the so, list i just didn't i couldn't write everybody down there are a million takes of old people playing high schoolers in hollywood so make sure you write us in for some of those because there are a lot of source materials for that but thank you for listening to our take on Greece. If you like what you heard, make sure you like and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Make sure to rate and review. That definitely helps us up in the ratings. If you like what you heard, you can also hit up everything on the Majestic Jam Network, Urban Hermit, I'm Not Crazy, and the Highwire Podcast. And until then, we'll check you on the next episode. Bye.